Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the App Betches podcast. You're here with Amanda Duberman today. I am the editorial director of Betches Sup. I'm Sarah Levine. I'm the editor-in-chief of Betches.com and also co-host of Not Another True Crime podcast. And I am Kay Brown, Kay York City. I am the co-host of The Bachelor podcast, and I am our senior social media manager here at Betches. Yes. And on this Tuesday, July 14th, we are talking about Disney World reopening amidst rising COVID cases in Florida and the social media backlash. We're going to talk about Will and Jada, who are revealing their marriage entanglements on Red Table Talk. Why are they doing this? Should they be doing this? Do we care? Does it matter? Will TikTok really be banned in the U.S.? And a few more weird stories circulating the Internet. But before we get into today's show, uh, Kay is going to tell us what is happening at Betches. All right. What's happening at Betches? Uh, just in case you guys have forgotten, you can still donate to the Good Influence Fund at betches.co slash donate. We are raising money for racial justice and we're fighting police brutality. So make sure you guys are donating there at betches.co slash donate. Also, if you want more information on all of those things, you can be uh, following the Betches SUP, uh, which is bet- at betches underscore SUP on Instagram. And then uh, you can also subscribe to our newsletter at betches.co slash SUP sign up and be informed five days a week on everything that's happening in um, the news world so you can say politically active. Yes, especially because I'm about to blow your mind, but the election is just over three months away. Yeah, so like don't don't sleep on that. Make sure yeah. you guys are registering to vote um, and staying uh, up to date with the Betches SUP. You can yeah. also tune in tonight at 8 p.m. on the Betches Instagram live uh, for an all-new episode of The Feeling is Virtual, where I will be going on um, two live dates, one with uh, Anthony Crocelli, who I actually picked last episode to go on the one-on-one date with. I gave, Anthony. My, I gave him my hand sanitizer. We're going to go on yeah. a one-on-one date with. Um, and you guys actually got to choose out of the last other three guys who I went on the bonus one-on-one date with and you guys, you voted and the results are to Ravindra who will be Yay. getting a one-on-one date with me tonight as well. So tune in at eight o'clock on the Betches Instagram live. If you guys miss it by any chance, you can watch it on our IGTV um, starting tomorrow. So, uh, so you can get all caught up, but so excited for you. Here, you know, finding love um, <laughs> during the pandemic. I'm jealous. I want to be on the next season. You Truly. should. That would be amazing. <laughs> Truly, though. <laughs> um, okay. But let's get into some crazy things going on in the world. First of all, Disney World is reopening. What? What the fuck? So Disney reopened over the weekend. Uh, to be clear... Florida, uh, on Sunday, Florida reported 15,000 new coronavirus cases. That is the the biggest single day rise since the beginning of the pandemic. If Florida were a country, it would have the fourth fastest rising COVID rate. Um, There's absolutely no reason to open Disney World. Um, It's wild. 7,000 people are in the hospital. Jesus. Also, isn't their rate higher than even New York was? Yes, our in New York, the, the the peak that we hit in April was twelve thousand daily cases, and they already exceeded fifteen thousand. And they opened Disney World in a viral 
um, ad that kind of got roasted because it was super, super trippy and weird. Um, Creepy. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's tough, right? Because the economic impact on this is devastating. And there's always two sides to every conversation. We're also having this conversation about schools, right? We're like, it's really harmful for kids not to be in school and to interrupt learning. But like, that doesn't mean we just shove everybody back to work. Like, I mean, right. it's also harmful for people to die. Or, like, yeah, Florida famously <laughs> is home to like mainly people over 70. Yes, exactly. This is my thought on the whole um, why like places like Florida and California are not taking, not necessarily taking it as, well, I mean, they're not taking it seriously at all. Yeah. Like but, um, Here's what I think about the whole like Florida, California thing. When we live in New York and like um, it all was very scary, but we don't have anywhere to go. Like we're sitting here in like our like five by five apartments. We don't have outdoor spaces. We don't have like cars to get in and out of the city. So it's like, we have to stay home. Like we have no other choice. Them, they can like get in their cars and they can drive around and they're like, oh, well the beach is open and blah, blah, blah. They think just because they're in open air and they have this, these cars and open spaces that they're like invincible it's like this false sense of security especially because that's what summer is like anyway so i feel like people don't really i mean in california it got so bad that they are closing everything down again again yeah they're doing the whole hammer dance thing they were like ahead of us on the curve in terms of closing stuff yeah they were they closed down really early Mm -hmm. right and then they like minimize it's weird because it's like the whole country shut down when new york was really bad and then Mm. You know, I try I, on stuff. I get a lot of DMs saying that we're like too New York centric and like to, you know, like consider try to talk about other places. But then you look nah. and it's like, well, the country just shot da- shut down when New York was bad. And then you all opened up when we right. got better. But we have nothing to do with like, why did you, why were you shut down in Arizona? And then May 1st, you opened up because New York got better. Like, no. And yeah. the point of all of these shutdowns, of course, was to, the only rationale is that the point of the shutdown was to buy time to improve testing, which we haven't done. No. I mean, it's, ah. it's, it's really, it's really um, a, a hot fucking mess. Would you guys go to Disney World? <laughs> no! I wouldn't go to Disney World even without coronavirus. <laughs> it's like, definitely a toxic place. It's hot. You have to wait on lines. Like, who cares? I tweeted this from the Betches account. I was like, it has never been a better time to not be one of those adults who's weirdly obsessed with Disney. Right. And I got all these replies that are like, hey, now. And I'm like, okay, like, honestly, relax. You need to just chill for a sec. Like, you're going to make it. It's not that deep. And again, yeah, it's like, it's really, like, I'm sure the people that... I'm sure some people that work at Disney World are super happy to be back and to have their income back, especially because unemployment benefits run out this month. But like in other countries, they just paid people's wages as long as has been necessary. Maybe not as long as necessary, but like longer than we are planning to, to keep people like you can keep people paid and out of work. It's actually possible. I mean, yeah. I don't think that anyone at Disney is happy to be like at work. I think they're happy to be making money. Yeah. Right. But I would imagine they're not thrilled. Yeah, about doing this whole, about like having to be around thousands of people. I mean, I know the capacity and stuff is not like um, normal. And I know everybody's quote unquote wearing masks, but everybody says they're wearing masks. But I doubt people in the park in Florida have their masks over their nose and like, you know. It's- and they're going on rides yelling with their mouths. Well, Droplets also, everywhere. 
Dylan uh, Hafer wrote this article that's on Betches.com about why it's a complete shit show at Disney World. They apparently have these relaxation stations where you can sit and chill and you do not have to wear your mask. And many of them are indoors. Oh, what's up? So it's like, oh, oh, we just have coronavirus spreader stations. Great. Yeah. My only hope is that enough people in Florida are like, oh, shit, we deserve a president that would have planned for this. (laughs) But we'll see. That's a lot to ask of Florida. So don't go to Disney. In Florida. And Disney, so the funny thing, too, is that Disney, Dylan wrote this in his article, is that Disneyland Hong Kong was also open. They shut down after the city had 48 cases, maybe even just 38 cases. Holy shit. And Florida has had 15,000 on Sunday, probably just as many yesterday. And they're like, it's fine. Wear a mask. Imagine liking anything that much to risk your life for it, let alone a theme park. Yeah. Right. If they're going to say it's a small world after all, they ought to know that that's, that's how pandemics spread because the world is small. <laughs> Apparently, I saw this tweet. This is a very like super side note that they're at, I think it's at Disneyland, but they're adding like a 90 foot drop to it's a small world. I'm like, <laughs> that's not the point. I'm oh like, excuse me. I, just like watch the news. There's your 90 foot drop. Yeah, just to prepare mean? children for reality. Like, like, why are we doing this into Splash Mountain? Like, I'm just going to watch some, like, dolls dance and sing creepily. Like, we don't uh, need that. That is truly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know what that ride does sound like? Will and Jada's marriage. Not truly. Oh. All up and down. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. All up and down. So if you guys missed it, um, Will and Jada uh, had their red table talk. So Jada brought Will to the table. And if you guys haven't seen the red table talk, I've seen a few of them. Um, my first one was obviously Jordan Woods um, because we were, we wanted to hear what she had to say. Uh, Jada's known for bringing people to these table talks to talk about really, you know, serious in-depth things that, um, you know, people wouldn't usually talk about on talk shows. Yeah. So just like anyone. So um, she brought Will to the table for pure content <laughs> and they basically um, – like aired all their dirty laundry with their marriage. They talk about how they broke up for a while back in, what was it? 2016. And um, she had a relationship with August Alicina and which Sarah, what is the smash hit? Please. I love it. 
<laughs> or I love this shit is probably the non-correct yeah. version. So, um, which I didn't even know who this guy was, um, but <laughs> right, his claim to fame, but she had, uh, an affair, but which she called it an entanglement. And so excellent. This is, this is the whole thing that has the internet talking is, um, and by talking, I mean, memeing, um, using all of these different, like using the word entanglement instead of saying what it actually is. Like, I'm not, um, you know, financially broke. I'm just in a financial entanglement. Like, it's not <laughs> like one of those things. I just think it's right. Well, that's why, yeah, Will does push her in the clip I saw to be like, it was a relationship. Like, you didn't get entangled. Like, yeah. you made a choice. It I feel like we should good. maybe play that TikTok, but we posted a TikTok of a guy reenacting it on Betch's Instagram, so go watch it. But Jada's literally like, so we got in an entanglement, and Will is like, a what? You did yeah. a what? And she goes, yes, I got in an entanglement with August. And she's yeah. like, so oh, funny. I can I can actually play the clip for you right now. Yes, it's it's very good. It's really interesting because because you can hear in his voice he's like, wait, what? He's like pissed. He's pissed. I would be too. Okay, here's the clip. So what happened, Jada? I got into a different kind of entanglement. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a yeah. relationship. Absolutely. You got to go through some to get the answers. I don't want to go through this no more. I'm going to get you back first. And then... I don't think it's about getting anybody back. No, for me it is. Okay. 25 years and counting. Mm. But to be clear, is he we got threatening? Bad for life. <laughs> Bad marriage for life. Is he threatening to cheat on her? Oh yeah, that's exactly what he just said. He was like, "I'm gonna get you back." See, I guess this, but I thought that they famously had an open marriage. Is that not right? So then, did this entanglement with August maybe reach a different level? That because people with open marriages usually have terms like rules, and that's how it works. Well, I think that's why they had this red table talk because August Salcino decided to be a messy bitch for like no reason, and was like, "Hey, I had this affair with Jada," and everyone's like, "Oh, but but weren't you guys in an open relationship?" Like, and speculating about that. And I mean, I could have read this wrong, but that was my take, was that the reason they had the red table talk, to, it was to be like, no, we didn't have an open marriage. We had a break. Oh, okay. And during this break in 2016, which was four years ago and blowing my mind, was when Jada had the entanglement with August. Got it. That makes, okay, that makes it seem, that makes me understand a little bit more why would they, they would even bother to to air this. It looks like they felt like they needed to correct the record on something. I mean, I do think I understand the impulse to want to correct it publicly when this is happening publicly, but it just ended up in them getting clowned way more than they would have if they just said nothing. I'm way more worried about their marriage after seeing that than I was before. I know. I mean, just like give like, you know, somebody an exclusive so they can just write an article about it. Like, we don't need a full hour-long video of watching a couple who I th- we thought were, like, solid um, yeah. arguing with each other and threatening to cheat on the other person back. Like, that's... Are her Red Table Talks live? Yes. She okay. does them on Facebook Live. So they have to be... Are they pre-recorded or do you have to make them live? Because, like, this is what I'm thinking. Like, maybe they didn't plan for it to necessarily go to that place, but... There I think it was, it's, oh, but I wouldn't put it past them. 
I think you have, it has to be, actually, I have no idea how Facebook Live works, but in my mind, it has to be like being yeah. recorded right there, yeah. there. But maybe you can like just air an episode of something live on Facebook, like upload it and then. But I, I think it's, it's live because yeah. I think if they pre recorded it, they would have um, added themselves to make them probably look better. Yeah. Look less dumb. But I'm so glad that they did this, you know, like. Thank you for the memes. Thank you yeah. for the Thank memes. Thank you for entanglement. <laughs> I can't believe it. But the, honestly, yeah. that word is going to be added to my vocabulary for eternity. Oh, yeah. I know. I was thinking of making a tweet that's like, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a drinking entanglement. <laughs> right. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting visiting basetravel.com slash Betches. Go to basetravel.com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. Um, okay, so let's get into um, some other interesting news. TikTok. We're talking oh. about TikTok, and apparently there's been rumors going around that TikTok might get banned in the U.S. I know, Sarah, you yes. wrote an article about this, and you have thoughts. I have thoughts. I wrote this article and I feel like I've done this a few times where I'm like, oh, this will be a quick write up on like TikTok maybe getting banned. <laughs> and then cut to like 48 hours later, I'm like deep in a rabbit hole speaking with like cybersecurity experts <laughs> on Reddit. And I'm like, I have no idea what's happening, but I'm just going to try to make sense of it. Um, it's not quite like a rumor that TikTok is going to be banned. Like um, the Secretary of State wants to and Trump also wants to. They want to for different reasons. Um, right. Pompeo wants to because he basically thinks that TikTok is like Chinese malware. Trump wants to ban it essentially just to get back at China for coronavirus. So And the teens. And the teens. So classic. Um, the issue kind of was, so TikTok has already been banned in India along with like 58 other Chinese apps um, that they say have some security issues. So it kind of was discovered... Well, I guess to back this up, like people have been saying this for a while now, but it got more traction when like, I think some developers were testing out a new beta version of iOS 14 and it has this new, like kind of like a snitch feature where like, it'll tell you if apps are copying your clipboard. So oh. this guy was like in TikTok and kind of noticed that TikTok was like copying his clipboard. What is your clipboard, Sarah? That's the last thing you tried to copy. Like 
the last bit of text. Yeah, the last whatever it was. Yeah, the last thing you tried to copy. um, So it could be like, you know, passwords, emails, like Mm -hmm. email addresses or whatever. Like that has bad implications. Um, And in my article that I wrote on Betches, I had spoken to a cybersecurity expert. um, And he said that TikTok was kind of copying every few keystrokes. And um, they also can copy your clipboard in cases like predictive text. So it's just like not good. Um, And I mean, TikTok basically tried to claim that this was like an anti-spam feature slash glitch. So far, they haven't really fixed it. Um, The other side of that issue, though, is like TikTok is storing this stuff for now anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're sending it anywhere and like of course tiktok the company is like we would never send your info to the chinese government even if they asked us but i mean you can take that with a grain of salt so that's kind of like the deal with tiktok well didn't (laughs) amazon (laughs) didn't amazon um make their employees delete it for like yes um, but then they they walked it back like immediately right we thought we thought so um somebody sent us a screenshot in our slack channel and we're like um oh my god that my friend just got this email from amazon being like uh you have to delete this um you have to delete TikTok, blah 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 if you're using a gmail account if you're working at amazon um and we were like this must be fake right but apparently it was real and then they um changed their minds and like you know backstepped a bit i'd be mad (laughs) Totally. I, I know. It would be really tragic. It I mean, there are bigger tragic. tragedies, but it would be. I mean, it's already been banned in India for similar reasons. I think yeah. other countries are looking at it. It's really scary when you think about how, like, I mean, I think it's more dangerous for, like, people actually in China that use it or people in Hong Kong because, like, that government is not very kind to right. democracy conversations. Right. Like, and I mean, the, the conversation is whenever you're talking about this is like, okay, do you care? Like a lot of times I have a hard time getting really motivated or animated about like data mining and security. Cause I'm like the opportunity cost, like the time and effort it would take me to make myself a little bit safer. It's just like not worth it to me. So I'm just like, all right, they can, they can take what they want. Well, it's going to happen remember- anyway. I know. I'm just like, I also feel like the U.S. government has all my shit anyway. Yeah. Whatever. But um, do you guys remember that app? What, do, you, do you remember what it was called? It started with a V. Oh, Vero. Vero. And it was like huge for like a week last year. And Literally like, a week. This is going to be the new social media so thing. And then everyone was like, oh, just kidding. This is definitely like a Russian hacking system. Yes. And oh, yeah, people are trying to get like verified on Vero like right away. Yeah. And this, it was, it was really, really bizarre. And then all of a sudden it like, I mean, went away out of nowhere. Yeah. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son Lucas. It's so adorable. 
and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Um, speaking of TikTok, um, something that I have been seeing recently is a lot of um, conspiracy theories about Wayfair being a sex trafficking site. And I've been okay. and I sent this to Sammy, our, um, one of our co-founders, because I saw this and I was like, she'll get behind this with yeah. me. Like, she- <laughs> conspiracy theory TikTok is a wild place. It's you wild. will never sleep again Yeah, if you go on there. Right. And so um, just to a, a little bit of backstory, I guess there um, somebody I, I saw this video and this girl was showing us how she was trying to buy. There's like a pillow and there's also a cabinet that's like the pillow's like uh, 80 bucks or, or like 50 bucks or something. And then but if you type in, it says like you can customize it and you can type in a name and like get the name inscripted on it. But when you type in, like, let's say Sarah, for example, all of a sudden the pillow goes up to $10,000. But it was like very specific names, not like, because you know, like jeans or like any products will be like right. the Sophie Jean, right? Like the it, Rose it, Blouse or whatever. These were like very specific names. Very basic names, too. No, I don't think that they were basic. They were like no? specific that you wouldn't expect furniture to be named after. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. If you believe these like screenshots that started screenshots, I say in air quotes, that started circulating that that started this whole like conspiracy. So then the the conspiracy was that if you matched up these product names with they matched up directly with the names of missing children. Oh my god. And these cabinets were selling for like thousands of dollars. Which is obviously not normal for Wayfair. No. So that's how it started. And it was like these screenshots and everyone was like, they've since been taken off the Wayfair site and, and stuff like that. So that was like, the, the theory was that Wayfair was like running this child sex trafficking ring. Another component of it was that Wayfair, and I think this is true, provides like beds to um, like detention centers. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I don't think they ever stopped. Like when they got in trouble for that, they were just like, okay, yeah, we're gonna, we don't have to tell you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a I, very weird thing. I, I spent a lot of time looking at these different things on TikTok, and um, I was like, how am I watching this? Like, I was like, what am I watching? I was like, now I'm scared. I'm like deleting yeah. the Wayfair app. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. know anything about it, but like when you see this stuff, you automatically go, um, that's weird especially a little crazy yeah. Wayfair has said they've responded like okay for some of these things like some of these things the prices are wrong some of the things like I know maybe you can't understand why a cabinet would be $12,000 but like you can't actually see how big it is in the picture um, and we'll apparently it's really heavy really heavy like these are normal prices um, 
there was one young woman who came out who was there had been TikToks going around saying that she was missing and being sold on Wayfair. And she was like, I'm right here. I never went missing. Oh my God. Like, Here's the other thing, like, and this is how I know this is like some crazy QAnon shit, because like, if someone was running a sex trafficking ring, like they would not be this obvious about it. They would not be no. like, here's the Sarah Levine cabinet in which we are selling Sarah Levine after she went missing. And that was yeah. like what this conspiracy theory was. Right. I like mean, that is, you, that is hiding too much in plain sight. Like if you yes. think Gen Z is not going to see straight through this <laughs> because they will and they'll expose you. No question. Yeah. yeah. Without even having the facts, they're just going to go straight for the throat. <laughs> and I feel like we were talking about this a little bit before, but I feel like the interesting part of this story is that like in recent months, I have, I'm somebody who's like very soothed by, I don't trust my own judgment a lot. Like I have yeah. very low self-esteem <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just while we're at it. So I really like like rules and standards and journalism has always had those. But sure. And I, I like having those things to bounce against, even if I'm like, oh, well, I actually think that sketchy thing is probably going on, but like, let me look at the checklist. Okay, maybe we shouldn't follow, you know, that kind of stuff. But I feel like the past year, even maybe all of the Trump administration has like showed how many ways mainstream news does fail to surface credible stories. And sometimes that is because of journalistic standards for better or for worse. Like there is a for better and for right. worse. But in recent months, like with the protests, like, you weren't seeing the New York Times publish videos of people getting beaten in the streets by cops, even though that was happening. These viral accounts of, of people being arrested and brutalized that are hard to verify, but are clearly happening. And mm -hmm. there's tons of evidence that it was. So I feel like it's, it's sort of bred this like sort of healthy skepticism for the stories we're all told. Like Sarah talks about this on her podcast a lot, that the concept of conspiracy theory is not itself like crazy. It's just a, an adjective like it's just a right term. which i think was also coined by the cia so take it you know, exactly like right to purposefully discredit certain theories that actually are true right also right. So, the whole yeah, like fireworks thing the fireworks exactly. thing i told you about like um there's all these like videos that people are taking but none of it's on you know mainstream like news channels nobody's talking about it on these actual like big national news channels. It's just on like Twitter yeah. or and TikTok that feeds or these whatever. Theories and makes people yeah. think that like, oh, people are actively trying to suppress this. So the weirder and more unlikely it sounds. And like, but these things have like really dangerous consequences. This sounds a lot like Pizzagate when there was like a theory going around on the internet that there was a child sex trafficking ring at a pizza shop and a man showed up and with a gun. Yeah. Oh this, I mean, that's why I think it's QAnon related because it, it just sounds exactly like what they would do. Um, down yeah. to the child sex trafficking ring. Yeah. Do these theories have any positive effect, do you think? Like, is it at least good that people are questioning the stories they're told? Or like, my fear is that, like, the more that they're wrong, then, you know, the next time, it's like crying wolf, I guess. Right. I mean, I feel like the problem is, like, people are just too quick to believe what they see on the internet. And like, I mean, I've fallen into this trap too, like, you see like a, an infographic text post and you're like, oh, this is real. And, and I did this, I like reposted it and it was like related to something else. And someone was like, hey, that's actually not entirely true. So I like Googled it and I was like, ah, okay, this is kind of a hyperbole of a claim. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just like one kind of small scale example, but like 
people kind of do that all the time. So with this Wayfair thing, it's like someone circulated these screenshots and like you have no way to know that they're not doctored. Mm-hmm. Right. So it. That too. But people just implicitly believed it and it spread like wildfire. It's like Wikipedia. Like you can yeah, add whatever yeah. you Wikipedia want to. Wikipedia is better at checking sources oh, yeah. than most people on the internet. Like, right. Somebody's checking it and then is like, eh, no, but nobody is, everybody just wants to like, and I do think that like, obviously this moment of reckoning where we're all realizing how unequal and fucked up our society is, is, is great. But some people I think get a little, it, it I think it can feed that behavior sometimes with certain yeah. things. Like most things about race you read are absolutely right. And this country has been, brutalizing and oppressing people forever. So I think now people are like, well, why wouldn't they be selling people in boxes on Wayfair? It's like, well, let's just ask right. one more question after that question. Literally just ask one more question. Like before you share anything online, like literally just Google it. You'd That's be the problem. We have like so much information at our fingertips so people just don't want to use it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I'll literally like insist on the fact that I'm spelling a word right when all I have to do is just type it into Google and I'll just sit there and go on my autocorrect. Sarah just asked me to spell check for them and I'm like, okay, go to merriamwebster.com and type Sarah's it. Sarah's my, Sarah's my human like spell yeah. checker. It's Literally. saving my life. But, yeah. but maybe if this conspiracy theory brings to light again how Wayfair is supplying beds to the ICE detention the centers, point, yeah. that would be a positive outcome as far as I'm concerned if they stop doing that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right. Well, it's like if it is a if it is a totally false conspiracy theory, it's like it's no s- surprise or like of course they would target Wayfair because it seems feasible. Because people are like, well, Wayfair doesn't care about kids. It does seem feasible. So, like they're already doing bad things. Right. It's much easier to make up rumors about you if like the behavior tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a, a very dramatic <laughs> episode, to be honest. <laughs> so many uh, TikTok, Disney, um, oh, uh, Wayfair. Just if you guys want more information on it, Sarah's written a bunch of articles on it. Um, <laughs> they're all over our website. You should definitely check those out. Again, you can um, keep up to date with everything going on politically on The Betches Sup. Um, and make sure you guys tune in tonight for the feeling is virtual. Uh, if you're not tuning in live, then you can always watch it later. And last but not least, make sure you rate review and subscribe. So until next time you can follow me at, at K York city on all platforms. You can follow me at Sarah Lameem and follow the true crime Instagram at NATC pod. And I'm at, at rubadubdub89 or at betches underscore sep. I'm just going to plug The Bachelor and it's at The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Betches.